More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody. Friday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show starts right now. Uh, I've got a lot to get through today. Obviously, the jobs numbers, Biden talking about those, saying that, you know, they're in a strong position to deal with the weakness of the economy under Biden. That's basically the shortened version. We'll discuss some of where... That is for uh, for all of you. Also, a lot. Pardon me, my voice a little raspy. I was I started to lose it last night on Gutfeld show, and it's still still a little bit. So I got Clay here though, and I'm I'm good to go. We're gonna get through it. It'll be just fine. Uh, but uh, the individuals who were kicked out of the Tennessee State House, a lot of pushback now from the Democrat media over this, saying all kinds of things. Barack Obama himself weighs in on Tennessee State House members being uh, voted out of the Tennessee State House for their part in a rowdy and stupid anti-gun protest. So we will uh, address that for sure. Um, I'll also, uh, since we're talking about uh, Nashville there, or Tennessee rather, the uh, Nashville Manifesto, as I believe, is still not out yet, Clay. am I? I know they've talked a little more about what's in it, but they still haven't released it. Still have not shared a motive. I think we're going to return to that here in a moment because there is now a a full on uh, allegation of a trans terrorist plot by a William Whitworth that's, that we will discuss, who uh, planned to shoot up three schools and churches, stopped before able to engage in this plot. We'll discuss that. We're actually going to start with another issue. You know, it's interesting, uh, Clay. The uh, Biden White House is also put for has also put forward this Title IX rule. I'm sure you saw this. Oh yeah. So now the way they're doing it is well, you can't just ban. Um, you know, how they always say people who menstruate. We say people with penises. You cannot ban people with penises from competing against women outright in college athletics or or you'll lose your federal funding it's a title nine violation so 
you have to do it on a sort of case-by-case basis and take into account the fullness of identity. So this is just incrementalism. And this is important to understand because of what happened. So you've got that issue coming down from the White House about trans Title IX expansion. So now Title IX will include men who think they're women. That is what yes. Title IX, that's what the White House is trying to do. So making a mockery of equality for women in athletics and decades and decades of precedent. But let's start with our friend Riley Gaines, Clay, who was speaking at San Francisco State University and was just talking about this issue of, again, the Title IX issue comes into play here, separating men and women from competing against each other, biological males, though I just think men, I think we got to just go back to basics here, folks. Men and women, yes, sir? Yeah, no, I just think we need to explain again who Riley Gaines is because how did she come to be a spokesperson on this issue? Uh, Riley Gaines is a was a swimmer at the University of Kentucky Women's Swimming. She competed directly against Leah Thomas, who was Will Thomas. And remember, I, I think these contexts matter. This is how she found herself as a spokesperson in this arena. Will Thomas swam for multiple years as a man for the University of Pennsylvania men's swimming team. Then he decided to identify as a woman, flipped, and began swimming for the University of Pennsylvania women's team, and he became an NCAA champion and won the 500-meter, and Riley Gaines competed against him at the NCAA championship. She is a lifelong swimmer, elite women's swimmer at the University of Kentucky, and after doing that, she said, this is wrong, and she had the courage to speak out. She's been on this program. She is now going around the country saying men should not be able to compete against women. That's the background. That's the basis of her speech. She's doing it as a former women's college swimmer who had to compete against a man with tremendous biological advantages over her. And so Thursday night, she was at a um, Turning Point Leadership Institute event speaking about saving women's sports from male competition and trans activists and the video i mean clay you shared it i shared it yeah. on twitter do we have the video up at clayandbuck.com we do so anyone who has you need to see this video everybody go to clayandbuck.com it is up there um and obviously if you see if you follow us on twitter you've seen it there too you need to understand the ferocious psychopathy of this mob and here's some of the audio of this uh, as they attacked her, these trans activists. Play it. I mean, honestly, it's... I wanted people to hear it. I wanted people to hear it because it's 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 demonic sounding. I mean, these people, these are college students at, you know, a state school that has a name. People know it. And they are losing their minds. And actually, one male with long hair calling himself a woman physically attacked her, hit her yes. a couple of times. So this isn't just the usual college campus screaming, shouting, being babies, not believing the First Amendment stuff, Clay. This is a violent mob of transagenda lunatics attacking someone invited to speak at a college campus. I guarantee you, none of them will be expelled. Nothing is going to happen to them. She needs to press full charges, Buck. 
Because if you attack, I mean, think about where we've gone. I mean, just uh, we have gone from let's make sure that we protect women to now allowing men who identify as women to take the moral high ground and actually physically assault women. And I want to I want to speak out on this because I think she needs to first of all all these people need to have significant consequences for what they did. They should be expelled, in my opinion. Absolutely, uh, all if they're students, they should be. Uh, they also surrounded her when she was in a room and refused to allow her to leave. Uh, but here's what I'm a little bit encouraged about, Buck. Um, I just saw a lot of you may know uh, Sage Steele and Samantha Ponder who are two of the biggest names at ESPN, and both of them have shared this video and now are speaking out about this, which is unheard of. Because remember, Buck, last week ESPN said that Leah Thomas was one of the Women of the Year athletes. Remember we aired that clip. They have totally bought into this lie. Uh, Here's what Sam Ponder said. Just wow. Yes, Riley. So many of us are cheering you on. I imagine this has felt lonely at times, and I'm genuinely sorry for my own cowardice in not speaking out sooner. Say strong, sister. Uh, here's what Sage Steele, that is Sam Ponder at ESPN. Uh, Sage Steele said, stay strong, Riley Gaines. You have more people than you know supporting you and standing up to this madness. And then Sage Steele at ESPN said, uh, are there any other women with public platforms willing to stand up for Riley Gaines and the millions of female athletes? Or do we only stand up for those who fit certain narratives? All caps. Ladies, where are you? Media, Hollywood, hello. We all caps must come together on this, sharing this video of Riley Gaines being attacked. So, Buck, my hope is that this is such a... Uh, viral video moment that you can be attacked now in this country for just saying men shouldn't be able to compete against women it, in women's sports. This is where the trans agenda is. It, it wasn't one person. It was a mob. So everyone yes. needs to understand this is not just a one-off lunatic. This yep. was a an angry and violent mob of obviously trans activist students most of whom, maybe all of whom, by the way, I don't know. I mean, well, there was one guy who says he's a woman who actually hit her, but most of them are not trans themselves. So these are just Biden voters who get a kick out of thinking that they're in the new civil rights struggle. You know, they, they've convinced themselves. Everyone has to understand they were yelling things you could hear other than the curses, which we had to bleep out for you. And, and you know, I got to say, as a guy. You know, you see a guy with long hair who call, you know, his name is Bob, who calls himself, you know, Sally or whatever, and he hits Riley Gaines. That person's, you know, you got to step in. You know, this is when when they're assaulting women as a man watching this, a man assaulted a woman. I think it actually gets to the reality of what happened here. I'm sorry that that man is deeply emotionally unstable and troubled, but you cannot attack physically a woman because you don't like her sports policy, which is what happened here. But so many of these individuals, Clay, these are just college kids who vote for Biden and post left-wing TikToks, and I'm sure they were all, you know, triple masking, and this is now just part of the apparatus. This is the Borg. This is the hive mind chasing this woman and physically attacking and threatening her. 
I mean, the school should be ashamed. Where are the sit-ins over this? Where are the, you know, the camp, where are the deans of diversity saying this isn't who we are? And remember what they're attacking her for, because I think this is so important. And I've seen this coming for years. Uh, this is coming from the world of sports. And I think it's kind of a crystallizing moment for many of you out there, men and women. She's being physically attacked on a college campus for saying, Men shouldn't be able to compete against women in women's athletics. That is not remotely controversial. Every single one of you listening out there to us right now understands why men's and women's sports are separated. Because men are bigger, stronger, and faster than women. And if men were competing against women, men would win. This is not some revolutionary uh, incredible insight that has suddenly occurred. This is basic biology that everybody understood for hundreds of years of athletics. And now she's being physically attacked for standing up for the idea of men and women's sports. They're shouting in the hallway as they chase her. They chase her away from an event. And they're shouting trans women are women. And I keep saying this to everybody because they, you need to understand this is not about accepting someone's lifestyle choice, cosmetic decisions or whatever. It's not about that is that is irrelevant. That's cross-dressing. That's irrelevant to this. Right. Yep. That's somebody who wants to dress. They want to wear their hair. They want to change it. And that's fine. They're not even saying you need to represent, you need to understand this person identifies as trans or is a trans individual and need to be just nice to that person that way. Because everyone sort of sits around saying, okay, fine, that's not, that's not the issue. They are saying this is a woman. And yes. if you say anything about this person being different from in any way a woman, you are the enemy. They are, they are stating the most object, the most objectifiably obvious lie, uh, objective lie. And you're supposed to go along with it. And if you don't, you're a bad person. I mean, this is a moment. This is a civilizational moment for America, folks. I hate to have to put it into those terms, but can we understand the most basic truths and will we defend them? Yes or no? That's what you saw in that hallway. The mob saying, no, you're not allowed to. And, and Buck, I think when we come back, we can also point this out. At some point, inclusiveness begins to exclude. And I think that's where we are. And what I mean by that is on the bounds of inclusiveness, Men who identify as women are now replacing actual biological women, real women, from women's athletics. Their inclusiveness is now excluding women. That's where we are. Uh, asset managers, names you know, they're using your retirement funds to further their ESG agenda. Last year, state treasurers across the nation sent a message to stop playing politics with our pensions by divesting $5 billion from these companies. 25 states are suing to block ESG nonsense from endangering your retirement. Republicans on Capitol Hill recently passed a bill blocking the Biden administration from allowing huge asset managers to use your hard-earned money to further their ESG agenda. But while conservatives in the House and Senate have your back, President Biden used his veto pen to kill this bill a couple of weeks back. That's when Senator Joe Manchin, a Democrat who voted to block ESG investing, blasted Biden's veto as infuriating, charged it put a radical and progressive agenda ahead of the country's needs. These firms have a fiduciary duty to maximize returns. They should be held to account for playing politics with our pensions and doing it without our consent. 
to learn how Consumers Research is protecting all of us from these woke investment firms, go to consumersresearch.org. That's consumersresearch.org, paid for by Consumers Research. Make an appointment with the truth. Tune in every day to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I think it's starting to cut through, Buck, that when you're called anti-trans, and and I just want to make this clear, I was just on Fox News, and I think I I think I'm gonna that clip is eventually gonna be circulating, and people are gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Um, might get a little spicy out there, but. It is not anti-trans to believe that there should be limits to the transgender agenda. Buck and I both would say if you're an adult and it makes you happier to identify as a different gender, you should have that right. We're not saying like that shouldn't be able to occur. But there's a difference between saying, hey, if you're 24 and you want to decide that you're a girl, that's okay. And saying, hey, if you're 14... Your breast should be removed 
to ensure that you are able to be a part of the trans agenda. And also, there's a big difference between saying, hey, your inclusion now is so expansive that it's excluding women. And that's where I just think this is going to be a crucible moment because I think it's going to really strike a lot of people out there that simply saying men shouldn't be able to compete against women in athletics is worthy of getting beaten up like was happening to Riley Gaines. Uh, I mean, I, I would I would agree. I think with with everything there, I would just would I would add that, you know, no, because because the whole identify as as trans thing, you can change your name, dress however you want, do whatever you want with your hair, you know, all that stuff. That is all fair game for anybody. We live in a free country, but I I don't the pronoun thing. No, not going to do the pronoun thing. The uh, you know, when you change your pronouns. The I want to change in the locker room with the sex that I identify with. No, not going to do, you know, you got to You got to draw the lines on these things and be willing to deal with the pushback, which, as you see, these people, it was a psychosis in that hallway against Riley yes. Gaines. These people completely lost their minds. I, I wouldn't act that way. You know, I, you know, I mean, I, I had I don't even know what to say. I, I can't even think of an issue in contemporary America that somebody would be invited by college students to come speak at a college, and I would think that I could form, uh, uh, you know, a mob in the hallway. I mean, w- what do they think they're doing? You're right. I mean, and and this comes back to in general. If you protest a speaker, you're a complete total loser, in my humble always opinion. Right on a college campus, because college is supposed to be about confronting all different sorts of ideas and exploring them. Right? You may not like it. There are all sorts of people who showed up on college campuses, Buck, when you and I were there, that we would have disagreed with. I never in my wildest imagination would have been like, I have to go shout them down so that their opinions can't be heard. I had to go from class to class at Amherst to hear some hateful commies talk about how much they hate America. The professors, okay? Yes. So this idea that, oh, I can't handle what they say. I just sit there while they spewed nonsense about all kinds of stuff. I remember when a professor told us on 9-11 when people were finding out that loved ones weren't going to make it out of the rubble that it was America's fault. That's what they said to the whole school. At my school. Yeah. All right, my friends. Inflation continues to push the prices up on everything. There's an exception to that, though, and it's Pure Talk cell phone service. For more than four years now, their plan hasn't changed. For $30 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. When you make the switch from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile to Pure Talk, you're going to discover how great their U.S.-based customer service team is. Keep your phone and your number. Pure Talk cares about supporting our military. CEO is a U.S. veteran, and when you become a Pure Talk customer, you have an option to support America's Warrior Partnership to help prevent veteran suicide. Pure Talk is an all-American company that cares about creating American jobs. Make the switch today. It's what I do. It's my cell phone company. Dial pound 250. Say Clay and Buck and save 50% off your first month. Dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. So just to recap where we are right now, uh, the Biden administration put out a uh, Title IX rule change. Now, this takes a while. There's a comment period, but they are intending to make it so that there can be no blanket ban on the men competing no one's worried we always point this out if you're a you know a trans man who's a biological female you want to go play on the men's teams good luck see if you can make them at the college level um that's not really a concern i guess it could happen um but 
obviously men dominating and therefore destroying at the elite level women's athletics is a problem. It's very real. The Biden administration wants to make sure that there are 230-pound guys with long hair who can play women's rugby and crush all the females on the field. Biden thinks that's inclusive. Biden yes. thinks that's, you know, what what mean what needs to happen in this country, what it means to be a good person. And we had Riley Gaines, as we talked about, and the video's up at clayandbuck.com. You do need to see this video if you have not already. It's troubling. I mean, you know, I talked to some family members who saw it this morning. It's it it stays with you because you can tell these these people are all of them. Not there's a trans individual who attacked Riley physically, which is a crime, by the way. This isn't just, oh, but they disagree. That is a violation of law, and that person should be punished. Um, but everybody who is shouting at her, screaming at her, is crazy. Um, there's something wrong with these people. There is a vicious mob mentality that's on display. And there's something bigger that's going on here, too. We still have not been told what the motive was for the Nashville school shooter. Um, we've been talking about likely motives from the... There's another trans... Uh, in this case, an alleged trans terrorist whose name is William Whitworth goes by Lily. So this is a male to female. I'm just going to say they make this really hard when you're reading through in the Daily Mail and these other places, Clay. The pronouns are, you know, it's a she, but it's a he, but it's a William, but it's a and they say, how dare you dead name or whatever. You know, James is my first name. I don't get all upset if somebody calls me James. All right. They need to calm down with this dead naming thing. So it's ridiculous, okay? Adults don't get so upset when they're called by the name that's actually the name on their driver's license or has been for a long time. Um, but, Clay, this individual, transgender, trans, by the way, they're describing as a transgender teen, 19, also known as an adult, yeah. for all legal purposes in all 50 states, okay? Except for drinking and renting a car. But a transgender 19-year-old in custody, um, William Whitworth, was planning multiple school shootings, um, had in his possession the Communist Manifesto, left his own manifesto about the shootings that he was going to commit at multiple schools and churches, planned all of this out. This is all according to the reports right now. This is all alleged, obviously. hasn't been This hasn't been uh, proven in a court of law. Um, called Donald Trump a con man said the Sandy Hook shooter Adam Lanza was smart. This is all from... So this information's already come out, just about this individual. Um, so we have a left-wing communist trans would-be terrorist in custody. Uh, people are starting to wonder, how many of these incidents do we have to see before we get to have a national conversation about the social costs of elevating severe mental illness and telling people who have a condition of mental illness that they are on the brink of extermination because of Christians and right-wing people. It's, it, look, the Biden administration has tried to convince you for years that white men are the biggest threat that America faces today, that Donald Trump supporters are trying to destroy the fabric of this country. The fact that we are coming up on two weeks since the trans shooting in Nashville and that we still do not have that manifesto is, to me, frankly, unacceptable. Also, Buck, look at all of these different trans shooters that we now have. I think this is like the sixth or seventh different trans shooting. 
given how tiny the percentage of trans shooters are in America, there is now an argument to be made that on a per capita basis, the most violent people in America are trans. And so, and again, I think this is important for people to understand out there. We talked about this last week. They are being sold, this trans community, which features, let's be honest, many people that are mentally unstable, because let's be honest as well, the decision to change your gender is not something that is typically undertaken very often, right? Particularly with surgeries and everything else. But what they are selling, what the Democrat Party is selling to the trans community is when they talk about anti-trans bills, if you and me and everybody out there who has a functional brain says, hey, we shouldn't allow trans surgeries on minors. You shouldn't be able to get puberty blockers. You shouldn't be able to get your breast removed when you're 14 years old. They consider that to be genocide. In their mind, we are trying to erase the trans community by saying you need to be an adult when you make these decisions about trans surgeries and trans treatments. And they're even trying to refer to it as gender-affirming care as opposed to mutilation, which is what it actually is. Buck, they are being encouraged to take up arms. They're angry. They're mentally unstable. They are being sold on the idea that they are being erased. They believe that there is a trans genocide underway, and they are being told that they need to take up arms, literally, to oppose that. And you're seeing people do that now. Tucker did a segment. So everyone can go see a few days before what happened in Nashville about this this uh, like transgender group yeah. that no no the, the transgender group that was that was all going out and and training with firearms because yeah. they're so look I'm all in favor of people enjoying their Second Amendment rights responsibly and learning how to defend themselves but the whole purpose of this group coming together was. There is this genocide of violence against us as trans people, so we have to defend ourselves. That is a lie. There is no genocide of violence against or, or genocide of any kind, and there's no concerted violence against trans individuals. Whenever they talk about the trans murder rate in this country, if you don't, inc- I mean, when you actually see what it is, it's overwhelmingly involves people who are working in the sex trade, which means that you have a higher level of violence in general for obvious reasons illegal activity people doing things you know outside of of uh what what is lawful and it's just not even true i mean you look at the numbers that doesn't exist but how do people who are already unstable and unwell react when they're told society is out to get you and trying to harm you which they're hearing that from the white house they're hearing that from joe biden they're hearing that from cnn from the new york times editorial page we just imagine for one moment. I mean, I, I know this, you know, you play the, well, what about this side? What about their side? Clay, if an angry 19-year-old guy with a, you know, Trump hat and, you know, Gadsden flags all over was found with a manifesto muttering about how he's going to commit violence to people around him and had detailed plans about multiple school shootings and a church... And it was all about how evil the Democrats were and, you know, the, the, the political ideology was very clearly right wing. It would be the lead story on CNN. It would be the main yeah. thing talked about in the country right now. Does anyone want to take a guess? Is there anything on the CNN website right now 
about, oh, what is the main story on CNN? Is it the averted mass casualty school shooter attack by the trans would-be terrorist? No, it's that Clarence Thomas took trips with a rich friend of his and didn't disclose them. This is why CNN is trash. This is why these organizations should never be trusted or taken seriously. I mean, it's unbelievable. By the way, it doesn't require disclosure. He's allowed to, you know, go on vacation with a friend. The whole thing is ridiculous. But, you know, I just want everyone to see what's really going on here. Is there anything even on their web page? I'm looking for it right now. I'm looking to see if there's anything about. Nope. Nothing. Not on the whole page, Clay. So apparently a mass casualty school shooter attack thwarted by police is not a story to CNN. Thank you, police in Colorado for catching this well, guy. I think the fa- I think family and friends call the police. Yeah. Turn this well, person in. And by them. the way, that's the right thing to do. That's the right thing to do. All right, let's switch gears here friends. Small businesses are known for being resourceful. You're doing a little bit of everything and your time is valuable. GetRefunds.com understands that. That's why they've made it easy no matter how busy you are to apply for an employee retention credit or ERC. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started, and in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help your business, too. There's no upfront charge either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. And it could really help your business. I mean, when you see the refunds that people are getting, it's pretty serious money, friends. Sometimes it's big money. Go to GetRefunds.com. See if you qualify. you got to check this out. All the small business owners, if you haven't done this, you have a small business that you had during COVID, you're missing out. Go to GetRefunds.com. Geek out with the guys on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We roll through the Good Friday edition of the program. We hope all of you are going to be able to have fantastic weekends, friends, family. Easter weekend is here. Passover for some of you who are Jewish out there listening as well. The uh, The overlap between the two is going to be for... Many of you, a uh, a reason to be with your friends and family over the weekend. So we hope you travel well. We hope you travel safely. And we hope you all have a fantastic time. Uh, a lot of people, Buck, want to weigh in on uh, the topic so far. It's Friday, 800-282-2882. We'll take some of your calls throughout the course of the program. Buck, who should we go to first? David in Superior, Wisconsin. David, welcome to Clay and Buck. Thanks, gentlemen. Um you know, you had a caller earlier this week that asked, um, where are all the men at um, in regards to pushback of, you know, the woman's face and the insulting of women and all that. And I wanted to tell her where they're at. Uh, for the last few decades, um, they've been completely indoctrinated, uh, emotionally castrated, and they're on the sidelines where they were told to go and shut their mouth and not cause any problems. And you add to that a couple of generations of feminazi-type mothers raising boys you don't have to do a deep dive into Freud to understand the type of psychological damage that does. And you're seeing it manifested right now in, in the whole gender dysphoria thing. Uh, it, it's, it, tell me what are the odds are, Buck, you're an odds guy, or uh, Clay, what, what are the odds that 90% of all these people who have gender dysphoria, um, their parents voted Democrat? How, what, is, what do you think the odds of that are? That's a great, thank you for the call. Um, you know, I'll, look, I, I, will say, I will say this. I mean, I think when it's, when people are very, very young, there's a very high correlation with the politics of the parent, right? The eight-year-olds who are coming out as transgender yeah, all have at least one, if not both, left-wing activist parents, you know, nine, 99 times out of 100. But then as, they, as people get older, it's the system, it's the colleges, it's the society, it's the people around them. I went to college down the street from two women's colleges and there was a a militant indoctrination of women toward lgbtq plus ideology in in a whole range of ways i mean there was stuff going on at those schools i tell people they say that's not true i'm like go look it up you'll see they they invite women clay to desexualize this is true they invite women at freshmen at smith I'll, I'll, i'll start naming names at smith college they call it sexhibition and they ask women to take really unattractive naked photos of themselves and paste them around campus so they won't be thought of as sex objects. They post naked photos of themselves publicly so they won't be thought of as sex objects. It's crazy, the stuff that goes on at these places. Yeah, no, that's a real... Even producer Allie's like, really? I'm like, oh, it's a real thing. I've never heard of that. That sounds awful, by the way. It's not um, good. It's not good. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I think what he's getting at, 
and we talked about this some from the male side, there is this idea of embracing beta maleness, which most men reject. Because, again, men look up to other men who are bigger, stronger, and faster than them, to the badasses of the community, whether it's special forces, whether it's athletes, whether it is supreme masculinity, right? Radio hosts, obviously. Incredibly attractive radio hosts, great voices. This is like the alpha male experience, let's be honest. But the idea that these kids should not be able to embrace being men because it's toxic has taken root to a certain extent. But on the Riley Gaines front, Buck, I actually think most men recognize better than even a lot of women would how crazy it is to allow a man to compete against a woman in women's athletics. And so really this, I think, is a battle women are going to have to fight. Like my question on there's all these people out there who are feminists talking about how important Title IX is. Joe Biden just redefined Title IX to include men. I don't know if you want to talk about toxic masculinity. I can't think of anything much more toxic than taking one of the true success stories of women, which is women's athletes deserve essentially equal scholarships and then allow men to come in and take them away. Imagine if there was a move on the right to say that all affirmative affirmative action programs to be federally compliant have to take into account those who identify as a race outside of their visible racial or ethnic group. Imagine what the response of the left would be, right? If, if a Republican came in and said, you, you want to apply for a minority scholarship, Clay? If you say that you're a minority, yeah. you have to be able to be considered for that scholarship. They would lose their minds. Correct. That is what has happened here, except it is gender and not race. They can't answer that question. And race is actually more complicated than gender, as we've talked about before, much more so. But, I mean, you can easily use as an example Rachel Dolezal, who was absolutely ridiculed for identifying as a black woman. Victor in Colorado wants to weigh in on what we were just talking about. Victor, what have you got for us? Thank you. You guys covered perfectly my concerns about the trans-alleged shooter potential shooter in Colorado and the problems we have with with, uh, that. I live here in Colorado. We're getting Californicated more every day. And the woke disease is growing faster than ever here. And I'm really concerned. I've moved all my young children, 15, 13, and 11, to a charter school that has no woke ideology. And I just, to give an example of the craziness that's happening, I was at the Boys and Girls Club picking up my 11-year-old boy and there was a 10-year-old girl in the lobby there with me, and she pointed to the gay pride flag. And then she pointed to a smaller flag next to it with bluer stripes and said, what flag is that? And I looked at her and I said, that's a subset of the gay community flag, but you don't need to worry about that till you're much older. And then her mother walked in and heard me say that and yanked her away from me and said, don't listen to him. And then I turned to the people running the office, the desk at the reception desk at the Boys and Girls Club. I said, why do you have... That crap up here. You have a ten-year-old girl. That, that Five seconds. Girl said, well, that's for girls, right? So they're they're. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.